Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Today, we're going to continue our study of ways of speaking better, and we're going to look at intonation. As I said yesterday, during the next few days, up until the new year, we're going to look at ways to talk better. You know, it seems that communication is not only on our minds. I have a rather strange story from the government to tell you about today, and that is that they're carrying out an investigation to see whether pigeons could carry messages for them in case the internet ever goes down. That's right, if the internet ever stops working, the British government is investigating whether it would be able to use pigeons to send messages to vital points across the UK. And they've already spent £200,000 on this project, and they're currently looking at it along with the University of Bath and to see whether it's possible. The idea is that if the internet goes down, our communications infrastructure, how would they be able to send messages in a very quick way? Well, I suppose putting someone on a motorbike wouldn't be quick enough. Maybe a pigeon would be the best way to do it. But I suppose it depends on why the internet goes down. I mean, if there's some kind of weird catastrophe, it could also affect pigeons too, couldn't it? Because they have very sensitive homing abilities. Who knows what they're thinking? But uh, that seems to be big news from the UK, and uh, that's currently being investigated. Interesting, isn't it? Well, we're hurtling towards 2024, and we really hope that your speaking can improve by then. So let's move on to what we're going to talk about today, and that's intonation. Now, intonation, the voice going up and down, is one of the most misunderstood things in British culture. Because we do use it, but we use it very subtly. I mean, when I go to the bar or to the coffee shop, it, it's not common here to refer to a coffee bar as the bar. When we talk about the bar, we mean the pub. Okay. So when we go to the bar or the coffee shop, I don't say to the person, I would like a latte, please. It would be a little bit strange, wouldn't it? You know, um, I would like a pint of non-alcoholic beer. So we don't use intonation in this way. It's much more subtle. We do use it in this way dramatically to practice and also to get familiar with the idea. But generally, we don't use it a lot unless we're reading the news. 
Having said that, though, if you're out and about with your friends and you're talking to them, intonation, just generally speaking, is very important because it gives the added music to the lyrics, which you really need in order to understand what someone's really saying to you. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, you take away the melody from a song and you're left with words which can't really be interpreted emotionally. And it's the very same with speech. There has to be a little bit of intonation there, a very gentle intonation, and you can increase that all the way up to loud and dramatic intonation if you're reading the news, for example. Everything needs to have some kind of intonation. Every statement you make in English needs to have its music. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, oh, but Teacher Joseph, I'm not musical. Well, not everyone is, but I'm sure you can at least hear music even if you don't appreciate it. Everyone can remember a little tune in their heads, even if they don't really understand uh, the whole meaning of the composition or the science behind music. I mean, I play the piano, but I'm not very good with the theory of music because I'm just rubbish at basic mathematics. So, you don't need to be understanding everything except to know that it's there. And it's the music which gives the message much more than the words. Now, let me just demonstrate that for you. Um, as I mentioned many times before on previous podcasts, if you ask an Englishman, how are you?, you get the same answer, but the way he tells you the answer will determine what he's really feeling or thinking. For example, how are you? Fine. How are you? Well, yeah, fine. How are you? <sighs> yeah, fine. So you can hear there, the word is the same. So you can't rely on it to read anything. I mean, to give you a clear meaning. You can't rely on the word to tell you anything. You have to rely on the intonation in order for you to read the situation accurately. So, fine. Well, fine, I suppose. And, oh, fine. Those are three very different states, and it's the tone. One has a large breath, fine, with a downward trend. One is going up, fine. And the middle one has a kind of mixture of both. Yeah, well, yeah, fine, I suppose. But you can still hear that it's something which isn't quite right. And that is what you really need to start reading in order to understand more about what people are saying. Now, I've worked in companies before where they've had Polish people or 
people of other nationalities who haven't been particularly good at reading what people are saying and has caused all kinds of problems because if you're in a team, especially in a British team, everyone's very polite. So you have to know very quickly what someone is saying to you even though they're not using the correct words. Okay, and if you don't, you can very quickly find yourself in a difficult situation. Likewise, if you only use words and not intonation to speak well, you might find that people think that you're too direct. Now, in the situation which I'm referring to, it was a young lady uh, who didn't smile, didn't use intonation, used one-word answers when she was asked anything, and appeared to be quite defensive. But it was only because she didn't know what rules were playing out in the office. So every day, her colleagues would come in and say, hi, how are you? And she would respond with, fine, in a very cold tone. And then they decided that maybe she wasn't very approachable. So they decided to stop saying hello, how are you in the morning, and just slowly make conversation because they felt her answers were a bit direct. And of course, that didn't really work out. So she was taken away to the meeting room by the boss. And the boss said, is everything okay? How are you doing? And she said, everything is fine, but I don't understand why people are asking me if I'm okay all the time. If I had a problem, I would say. So she clearly didn't understand that people were just going through this very polite dance and were using intonation as well. But her responses were not playing that game. And eventually they fired her saying, you don't fit into the team because it looked like she wasn't making an effort to be nice. It's a really sad story, but unfortunately, that's the way politics play out in the office. It's all about power, control, making sure the team is at peace. Now, of course, you don't get anywhere by being nice. Somewhere, at some time, you need to be quite strong just to get stuff done and avoid all of this politeness. And that's fine. To be a good manager, you can do that. But in the first instance, you need to be showing that you're at least approachable. Once you're moving up the chain, then of course, you can adopt your own style. And sometimes you might need to do that to break through the the kind of fake language we have. But before that, intonation is incredibly powerful. Listen to the news today and you'll hear any headline which is 
triumphant or positive with intonation going from up to down. For example, Britain today has announced the appointment of a new prime minister, a historic moment. And if you compare that to perhaps an intonation of sadness in other news today, the Queen has passed away with a much softer kind of tone. Still the same, though, is starting at the top and coming down. In general speech, you just want to make sure your intonation is going up and down just a little bit to assure people that you're listening and can be listened to. If you don't do that, then you will be speaking very flat. And that causes another problem because people can't really read how you sound. Now, these are just a few very general tips about intonation. The way to pick it up, as always, is by shadowing, hearing and saying what other people are uh, are using, how they're intonating, and for you to copy them. I'm a big advocate for shadowing. It's what kids do. Kids can't read or write, so you simply uh, listen to someone else and try to repeat without understanding. I've done many podcasts on shadowing before. You just listen to the radio for 20 minutes and just copy whatever you hear, like a game. Switch off your mind and try to imitate the voices, paying attention to any particular sounds that you think are not correct. That's intonation. So just listen to other people. Notice how their voices are a little bit musical. Now, I know that there are certain countries in the world which think that intonation is a bit fake. And you're probably right. It's, it certainly can be very fake. And it can be used in very bad ways uh, to try to create a mood, for example. I remember once I had a boss that uh, used to always use intonation to make us feel guilty. She spoke to us like children, you know. We have an English class at three o'clock. Please remember to be there on time. And I'm thinking, yeah, well, it's what we always do, be there on time. And I'm thinking, I wonder, does she have a reason to suspect that we're going to be late? You know, so if she had have said, just to remind you, be there on time. Nobody would have bothered. But that very soft intonation going up and down to remind us uh, was um, really bizarre. You know, in England, uh, some bosses often uh, use cliches and have a particular style of communicating as well. It can be a mixture of the way a mother would talk to a child. Um, for example, um, uh, I remember one boss talking about uh, communications with her boss. I told Daniel, Daniel, I said, I said to Daniel, Daniel, I said, my people are very good. Very good people, very good people. Don't punish them. They work very hard. 
you know, you can hear uh, different intonations coming through there, which came across as being a little bit insincere. So there's no real rule on intonation except that you must use it and you must begin to hear how it can create different moods. There we are. That's it from me today. I hope you've enjoyed this. I'll be back again tomorrow with more communication and speaking better tips. See you. Bye.